Welcome to the Positively Encouraging People podcast. I'm your host, Jen Anderson. Each week, we will have a conversation about ways you can love yourself more, set better boundaries, and build up your self-confidence. We will talk about tools you can use, simple tips and stories to encourage and lift you up. You will learn from my experiences and struggles and those of my guest speakers. After spending years feeling undervalued in my relationships, jobs, and almost every area of life, I learned how a story from my childhood was keeping me stuck in that feeling because I believed it was all I deserved. By proving that story wrong and learning to set healthy boundaries, I discovered my worth and started loving myself completely. Creating a life that is both fulfilling and in my true alignment is important to me. And if you feel the same way, you are in the right place. So sit back and relax. Your stress-free weekly pep talk with Jen is about to begin. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to be back with you this week. So today I want to talk about procrastination habits and patterns. There's this really great quote I like that says, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. James Baldwin said that. And we occasionally put off doing something and that's okay, but when it becomes a habit and a pattern in our everyday existence, it really does become a problem. Um, when we start saying things every single day like, I don't feel like, I don't want to, I'll do it tomorrow. These are all phrases that naturally come out of the procrastinator's mouth when they're faced with a task that needs to be done. They often come out sounding whiny with a poor me tone to them. Procrastination happens to everyone, even those who are highly productive. Everybody has those days where they just can't function or do it. And those days are okay. That is, there is nothing wrong with that. It's when it becomes the everyday kind of thing that happens. Um, and the only real difference is the productive person's ability to recognize procrastination or their excuses to be more accurate. And, and their excuses are what they are. They realize that they're excuses. Then they learn how to beat procrastination using a calculated approach that includes why they procrastinate and then apply strategies to beat it. Procrastination isn't just poor time management or laziness. As a matter of fact, most procrastination is not laziness. Um, and every once in a while, I feel that way, but it's really not. There's usually something behind it and it's usually fear. We've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but it's usually fear or it's some sort of negative emotion that's kind of keeping you hostage from taking that action. People put things off because they're not in the right mood. Then they distract themselves with other tasks. Then when you realize what you're doing, you feel guilty for wasting so much time. Your mood worsens because you feel guilty and your task deadline gets closer and you feel worse. And it's a cycle and it's a horrible cycle. And it's not, it's not to say you're a horrible, I mean, that's, that's not what I'm saying is that you're a horrible person. It's just this cycle that happens and 
you just don't know how to break it. And so that's what we want to talk about today. This continual loop of self-destructive behavior can only be broken when you discover what's causing you to procrastinate. Most of us experience guilt when we procrastinate. We become our own worst enemy. We know what we should be doing and what's in our best interest, but we don't follow through. The Greeks called it a weakness of will acting contrary to what we know is in our best interest. Procrastinators are excellent at making excuses. The trick is beating procrast the trick to beating procrastination is to recognize the habits and patterns that cause you to procrastinate and make changes to put a stop to that behavior. So let's get started on this. Another quote I really like is, I do my work at the same time each day, the last minute. And that's a source unknown. Before you can beat procrastination, you have to recognize the habits and patterns of your own procrastination behavior. You can do that by considering these three factors. When you procrastinate, ask what situations cause you to procrastinate. Is it more at home or work? Do you struggle to finish tasks or to even start them? And then how you procrastinate. Ask yourself what you do when you find yourself procrastinating. Are you stalking social media, watching TV, or finding unimportant tasks to complete? And then ask yourself why you procrastinate. What is causing you to put off doing something? Are you distracted or do you feel overwhelmed? Or is there something scary in what you're about to do? So I'm going to throw some statements at you and ask yourself if you recognize any of these patterns. You fill your day with low priority tasks or what you feel like doing at the moment. You leave important items on your to-do list for a long time. You start a high priority task, but then go to make coffee or surf social media. You find yourself reading emails several times without making a decision on what needs to be done. You think it has to be the right time to tackle a specific task. Notice you are doing unimportant tasks for other people instead of doing the important ones on your list. You tell yourself it's okay to put off doing something you're afraid to do. You think if you don't address it, it'll magically go away or someone else will do it. Each of these patterns leads to a loss of productivity from procrastination. You probably have other habits or patterns that promote putting things off. Let's look at a few of what those might be. Making excuses. People often come up with excuses or validations to justify our behavior. Each of these excuses, though, is simply that an excuse. Are you using any of these excuses for not taking action, not knowing how to do something, or you're afraid or won't ask how, not knowing what you need to do, not having a plan, don't care when something gets done, forgetting to do something intentionally or not, blaming sickness or bad health problems on the delay, Don't wait to do something because it's boring, difficult, or not interesting. Don't care if it gets done or not. 
using the habits of always waiting until the last minute to do something, saying you work best under pressure. I've done that several times in my life. Had to do something else first before you could tackle the task. Blame it on lack of sleep, distractions, or even your family. I'll fail anyway, so why even start? That's always a biggie. I'm not a morning person. I'll do it later. This is more difficult for me than it is for others. Blaming our circumstances. I don't have an office. I don't have the things I need to do the task. No one will leave me alone so I can work. If you found any of those to be something that comes out of your mouth often or thoughts that go through your head, keep listening. Perfectionism is another one. Do you freeze up when it's time to start a task or a project because you know it won't be perfect? If you think you can't do something until you can do it perfectly, it's a form of procrastination. And when we're waiting until the right moment to start, everything has to be perfect first. We may never start. How do you know it won't be good enough or perfect if you don't do it? And one of the things I was taught as I started my own business was productivity over perfectionism. And I have used that model a lot more recently um, in the last few years. And, you know, I think it's working. Not everything's perfect and I don't care. I don't, it doesn't need to be perfect. I'm not perfect. So why does my work all need to be perfect? Um, I'm more about making sure I'm getting things out there, making sure I'm taking care of my clients and doing the things that need to be done. So avoidance tactics is another way to procrastinate and another excuse. Are you putting off doing something because it's boring or unpleasant? This can be anything from paying bills to opening that letter from the government. Putting off tasks because we're not in the mood to do something is another form of avoidance. Unorganized lack of direction. Poor organization can lead to procrastination quickly. You might also be stuck because you don't know what steps to take to perform a task. When you lack organizational skills or have a prioritized direction for your to-do list, you are more productive. You're more likely to feel less overwhelmed and find it easier to take action. Another excuse is analysis paralysis. Do you find yourself overanalyzing how to do a task or a decision? Overanalyzing something keeps you from taking any kind of action. Analysis paralysis can also come from having poor decision-making skills. So Steve Maraboli says, no more excuses or procrastination. Stop allowing your days to be stolen by busy nothingness and take calculated steps towards your goals. Once you recognize the patterns and habits, you can begin putting a halt to them. You probably won't break them overnight, but you can begin by setting up strategies that will help you. In order to get out of the routine and habit of habitually procrastinating, you have to create new routines and order in your life. Begin by taking small daily steps in that direction. Every day, simply tackle the task right in front of you, then move on to the next one. It will require hard work and diligence, but the payoff is discipline, productivity, and happiness. You will no longer be lost on what to do. And you will find life is much easier when you don't put things off or wait until the last minute. If you have too many tasks to tackle or don't know what needs to be done, 
Begin by making a list of all the tax tasks you need to do on a daily and weekly basis. Then write down the big tasks with the date they need to be done by. Next, break big tasks into smaller ones. So you're making them chunk sized. Here's a trick that might help you on those deadline oriented tasks. Set your deadline in your calendar for a few days before it's actually due. The tricks, this tricks your mind into thinking it's due sooner. Plus you get it done on time. Commit to doing the tasks. Write the tasks down that you need to complete in your calendar with a specific time each day to do them. Give yourself a reward for completing a difficult job on time. You can also get an accountability partner to check in on you. Consider using an online tool like procrastinator.com, it's procrastinatorapp.com, to help self-monitor you. Tackle tasks as soon as they arise. Don't let them go for another day or whenever possible. Turn your internal dialogue into positives. Instead of need to or have to, say I choose to, which implies that you're in control of your life and your time. You can also say I get to. These are things I get to go do. Get rid of distractions by turning off social media and email notifications. Do the most unpleasant tasks first each day or at your peak time. Focus on the long game, especially when doing unpleasant tasks. Identify the long-term benefits of completing the task. Also identify the unpleasant consequences of not doing the task as well. If procrastination is a problem because you're disorganized, make it a point to implement strategies to get organized. Keep a to-do list so you don't conveniently forget tasks. Prioritize your to-do list for tasks you need to focus on first. Learn to master scheduling and project planning so you can plan your time effectively. Use time management and task management apps to help you. And the other thing you can do is some block scheduling so you can block out specific times each day to work on certain things if they're repetitive tasks. Um, any of those kinds of things are easy fixes. And so if you need any help with any of those, feel free to message me at Thankful Hearts Coaching on social media. Um, and we can talk about that. Or you can even shoot me an email at thankfulheartscoaching at gmail.com and we can set up a game plan for you. If overwhelm is causing you to delay projects, learn how to break them down into smaller, more manageable chunks. Focus on starting them, working in bursts, or create an action plan to organize each step of the project. And the thing with this is, is most things that need to be done have steps to them or things that are done in chunks. So write it all down, actually break it out and then look at it and then start where you're at and see what you can do first and, and let momentum move you into the next step. There's nothing wrong with that. Use that momentum from getting one step done and don't multitask with it. Just get one done, use that momentum to move to the next. You know, it's like cleaning your house. If you have company coming over and you have dishes to be done and laundry sitting on the couch and you need to vacuum and you need to dust and all of those things, start with one. Start with washing the dishes so you can let them dry and then you can worry about putting them away later, but get them washed. Then you can wipe down the counters and you can let that momentum move into the next and the next and the next and, and make that happen. You learn to procrastinate from your parents, siblings, or another person who had an I'll do it later attitude. 
You need to think about the negative consequences they faced when they procrastinated. Find new role models to mimic, ones who are action takers and have positive results because of it. If you procrastinate because you don't think that you're good enough or you don't know how to do it, consider taking a course, asking for help, or using self-affirming statements like, I can learn as I work on this. You think you have to be perfect and it keeps you from getting started. Instead of putting the importance on doing things perfectly, emphasize the importance of completing them on time. Make a list of examples when your perfectionism was unhelpful and the times when task completion was more helpful. You can also use your depression, anxiety, or other condition as an excuse to delay tasks. If you know you have a condition that diminishes your motivation or concentration, get the proper treatment with a licensed therapist. They can help you set achievable goals for your condition and show you how to break your tasks into more manageable steps. If you really just don't want to do the task that day, instead of doing simpler tasks or unrelated tasks, plan out the big task that needs doing and just start it. Break it down like we talked about. So here are some ways to change your behavior. You recognize that you have some habits or poor behavior patterns that are causing you to procrastinate on tasks. Here are nine ways you can change your behavior to be more productive. You'll feel more confident, less stressed, and your your reputation for completing tasks will improve. Write down tasks that you've been putting off. This puts the project back in front of your mind so you can't ignore it. What are your feelings toward the task? Procrastination is an emotional reaction with three core emotions driving it. Do you fear that you won't get the task done on time or well enough? Are you angry because you're doing something you hate? Are you sad because you feel like you can't do the task? Dig down to identify the emotions behind the procrastination pattern. Number three, now get rid of those emotions. Do what you need so that you can release the emotions before they build up inside you. In private, shiver to get rid of fear, stomp around to release anger, or have a good cry to release sadness. Number four, turn destructive thinking into something constructive. If the task you need to do brings about negative thoughts, find an alternative positive way of seeing the task. Break big tasks down into a series of small doable steps. Map out each part of the project. Congratulate yourself at each small step you accomplish. Reward yourself in some way. This motivates you and helps to keep fear at bay. Number seven, anticipate obstacles that could pop up along the way to completing your task. Number eight, take action on the steps or task you've been putting off. Fight any resistance you have about doing it. Fight excuses, bad moods, or other discouragements you might want to use to keep you from doing the task. And number nine, finish the daunting task and enjoy the win. Accomplishing what you were once avoiding can simplify your work or personal life, giving you more energy, better sleep, and a feeling of success. And why not celebrate that win? Celebrating the small wins is a huge step in making sure that you keep accomplishing your goals. When it comes to changing your behavior from one of procrastinator to productive accomplishment, It means taking responsibility for your thoughts and actions while forcing yourself to follow through.